Hi, welcome to Praise FM. Thank you so much for joining our service today. We are super excited to have you here with us. God bless you as you listen. Amen. Hi, welcome to Praise FM. Thank you so much for joining our service today. We are super excited to have you here with us. God bless you as you listen. Amen. I have not spoken in secret in the dark place of the earth. I said not unto the seed of Jacob, seek ye me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. Praise God. When mama came to my office, I think on Wednesday, to tell me that I'll be with the one to talk to the word of God to us, I tried to a little bit to defend myself, to say no, I will not. But after a careful deliberation, I accepted because it's the body of Christ. One of the things I will not do is to neglect talking the word of God. And one of the problems that I had was to select a word that will come and speak to scholars. Because when you talk to ordinary people, they are different from when you speak to scholars. Praise God. And after a careful search, and because of the bulletin she gave to me about the church on campus, I saw one of the things that was written, the prayer, that you'll be praying every day. We held someone's hand to pray. That is a very wonderful thing. I wish we can do it. And from there, I decided to speak to us about prayer. So in, I think I've been given 45 minutes. In 40 minutes, I will not waste our time. Trust me. In 40 minutes, I want to speak to us briefly on secrets of an effective and impactful prayer. Secrets of an effective <clears throat> and impactful prayer. The Bible portion that we read says, God spoke to him and says, I did not tell you to seek me in vain. I want to start by saying that God does not want us to seek him religiously. I've said that before here when I came to chapel the last time. And I want to start it again by saying God does not want you to pray religiously. God does not want you to come and pray just normal prayer. God wants you to pray resultfully. That is you to pray and get results. But the unfortunate thing is that that will not always happen. We will never pray always and have results. The question it begs is why? Why do we not pray and have results? There are some times if you check your life that you have prayed a lot of prayer and the result does not come forth. Why does this happen? One of the things that neglect us from receiving from God is choices. I said that the last time I came to chapel and I will not say that. One of the things that disturb us from getting answered prayers is choices. That is one of the things to me. I feel God did a bad thing by giving us choices. He says, I place you before this day good and evil. Choose you this day good that it might be well with you. But I bet you that human beings in their own endeavor will always choose bad. So if you choose one of the things that rejects us from, rejects God from reaching us is sin. Sin is a choice. But another thing that we pray and will not get results is that we do not pray in secrets. There are some secrets to receiving from God. And I have highlighted four secrets that I will talk to us. One of the first secrets is that we have to pray with the word. Praise God. One of the first secrets I pray and get results is that I have to pray with the word. Or you say I pray with the word revelation. The Bible is the basis for all prayers. If God did not say you should pray, you will not pray. If you check in Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3, Jeremiah 33 verse 3, it says, Call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things which you know not. And it says we ought to pray and not faint. Pray without ceasing. That is God telling us to pray. Because God is telling us to pray, we automatically pray. If God did not tell you to pray, you will not pray. If God did not put in his scriptures that we should pray, we will not pray. If God is telling us in his word that we ought to pray, that means automatically we have to pray with the word of God. 
But why will I always pray? Please, I don't need that fun. Why will I always pray with the word? Why do I have to always pray with the word? Why? Because the word of God is powerful. Let's open to Psalm 138 verse 2. Psalm 138 verse 2. Psalm 138, Psalm 138 verse 2. It says, I will worship, that is David saying, I will praise. Why? For thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. If you look at Philippians, Philippians 2 verse 10. If you open flip to Philippians, it says, In the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow. In heaven and on earth and beneath the earth. Everything will bow when you say Jesus. That is why some of us, when we, anything that happens to us, the first thing that comes to us is Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And because it is written in the word, it, everything must come. And God is saying in Psalms that he honors his word more than all his name together. God does not have the capacity to joke with words. Human being as you and I can joke with words. God does not have that capacity. There is, for example, someone can come to you and play jokingly and just, we, we, we play a lot. Come to you and say, ah, this man, Centurion, look at your big head. Or, ah, Centurion, look at your small nose. God does not do that. If God should come into this place and look at you and say, Centurion, look at your big head. If your head was not big, automatically to swell. If God comes to this place and say, look at your small nose. If your nose was big before, automatically you begin to take shape. To begin to begin to become small. Why? Because he says he honors his word more than all his name put together. Praise God. Praise God. That is, God is telling you, if you want to call on to him and get results, call with the word. Praise God. I said one of the reasons we have to call Jesus or pray is with the word is because the word of God is powerful. As it is recorded in Psalm 138 verse 2. Another reason we have to call Jesus with the word is because God is bounded by his word. God is bounded by his word. Psalm 89 verse 34. Psalm 89. But before we go, the let's just flip to Numbers. Numbers 23 verse 19. Numbers 23 verse 19. Numbers 23 verse 19. It says, God is not man that he should lie, neither is son of man that he should repent. Had he not said it, and shall he not do it? Or had he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Let's flip Psalm 89, verse 34. Psalm 89, verse 34. Psalm 89, verse 34. My covenant will I not break, nor alter the thing which is gone out of my lips. Once I have, once have I sworn by my holiness that I will die unto David. God is saying he will not alter the things that has gone out of his mouth. If it is in the word, if it is in this scripture, it has gone out of the mouth of God. And he will not alter it. Even an eighth shall pass away, but his word will stand. Praise God. So I have to pray with the word because God is bounded by his word. The next thing, why should I pray with the word? Is because God's word is in a hurry for performance. God's word is in a hurry for performance. Jeremiah 1 verse 11 and 12. Jeremiah 1 verse 11 and 12. Media, since you don't have media, if... You can use the mic if someone is there before me can help me read. Jeremiah 1, verse 11 and 12. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see the rod of an almond tree. And he said, 
and say the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform. God's word is a hurry to perform. When you come to the place of God, don't come with a sentimental approach. Because he's saying that his word is in a hurry to perform. What is God saying about that your situation? Someone is telling you that you will die. You tell, for God says, I will not buy, die, believe, and declare the works of the Lord. He's confirming it and saying, in his word, he will make his word, hasten it to perform. He will hasten his word to perform. What is what God saying? What is someone saying that you will become poor for life? Your teacher is telling you that, ah, there's nothing good that can come out of you. You see, you tell him that I will save him and he will bless me. Bless me, he will make me intelligent. He says, I will hasten my word to perform. So when you go to the Lord in prayer, one of the ways of going to the Lord is go with the word. Why? Because he will hasten his word to perform. Another reason why we have to go with the word, with the word revelation, is that God told us to bring to him words. Praise God. Hosea 14 verse 2. Hosea 14 verse 2. Hosea 14 verse 2. It says, take with you words and turn to Lord and turn to the Lord. Say unto him, take away all iniquity. Let's just leave the rest. It says, take with you words. When you come to God, don't come with a sentimental approach and say, ah, Jesus, ah God, I have been saving you in chapel of praise. I have been sweeping, I have been doing this, but I cannot pass my exams. That is a sentimental approach. Please help me to pass exams. Why is that brother passing and I am failing? That one doesn't even come to church. That is a sentimental approach. How will you come to him? Identify the words in Psalm. Identify the words in Numbers. Numbers says, ah, for everything I say into your ears, so will you do unto me? You tell God, as I am going to school today, I am understanding everything. Praise God. Bring to me words. Let us plead together. Let it not be like, uh, you are coming to God in a sentimental approach. Bring to him words. Identify words in Psalm. Identify words in Numbers. Identify words in Corinthians. Identify words in Romans. And take to him words. And he's saying again, another reason why we have to pray with the word is that he told us to remind him of the word. Praise God. Isaiah 43 verse 26. Isaiah 43 verse 26. No one is reading. Please, if you are there before me, you can help us. Isaiah 43 verse 26. Yes, ma. Thank you. Thank you. That thou mayest be justified. He says, for those that didn't hear, put me in remembrance. That is God speaking to you. Let us plead together. Like we are staying face to face in a court session. If you go to court these days, the Lord will say, plead your charge. You have to tell things to him. God is saying, put me to remembrance. Declare that you may be justified. Declare that you may be redeemed. Declare that you might be, be saved. God is telling you, identify the thing, everything that you are passing through in life, God has it in his word. Every situation that you are passing through in life, there is a remedy in the word. But the thing is that we are so word bankrupt. We do not have the word. That is what, and the devil knows this reason. That if you know the word, you will be set free. When you come to God, you will come with the word. And when you come with the word, God will be forced to help you. He will not allow you to research the word. He will not allow you to study the word. Because of this reason, people are dying. Hosea 4 verse 6. Hosea 4 verse 6 says, My people perish because of lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will reject you. It did not say that my people perish because they do not have money. But it didn't say my people perish because they do not have wisdom. It says because of lack of knowledge. And it says this, this knowledge is there. 
This knowledge is everywhere. That is, you will die. God is saying, my people, that is, you come to church and do everything for God. You come to church and clean the church. You come to go to church and sing always. And God is now saying, which does not correlate, that you that do his thing, that you are his person, his people, you will perish and you will be glorified. Why? Because you lack knowledge. And why have you lacked knowledge? Because you have rejected knowledge. The Bible is there. If I want to take sample, all of us in this room have Bible. But if I want to take sample again, how many of us has read the scriptures today? Or how many of us has read the scripture? Maybe in the, in the past two weeks, I, you will discover that none, or very few. That is you rejecting the word. And when you reject the word, God is saying you will perish. And you will be glorified. And I want to put to us, I think Mama has said it here. That when God wants to heal us, he does not send uh, prophets. He does not send miracles. It does not say anything. Psalm 107 verse 17. Please, let's read. Psalm 107 verse 17. Psalm 107 verse 17. It says, fools, because of their transgression, that is in turn, stupid people. Why are they stupid? They have rejected the word. Stupid people, because of their transgressions, and because of their iniquities, because of their choices, are afflicted. They are stupid, and they have been afflicted, and they are foolish. And it says their soul abhorreth all manners of meat, and they draw near to the gates of death. Because they have rejected the word, they are inflicted. Because you don't read the Bible, a lot of things will happen to you, yes. And God will be glorified. And he says, all those things will happen to you, you still come to church. And you draw near to the gate of death. And he says, and they cry unto the Lord. Suddenly they remember that they have their own, there is one God that they have. Cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. And the last next thing, he did not send angel, he said he sent his word. If God wants to send you, save you in whatever problem you are, God will not send mama. God will not send me. God will not send anybody. God will send his word. I have a wonderful thing in my own culture. If once I wake up, no matter who you are, I must tell God face good morning before I tell you. It is a normal thing with me. Some people will come to my house 4 a.m. and knock the gate and knock the gates. Knock and knock and knock. Me, I have not woken up. I will wake up and do my 30 minutes face. If I do not read the scripture, you can stay there and knock for one hour. Me, I will not come. And I want to tell us, people of God, that thing has helped me. I have identified a lot of things. There are some times when I want to pray, it just comes to my head. Praise God. God is telling you this morning, when you want to pray, identify the word. How will you identify the word? You have to have it. You have to study the word. Praise God. The next secret of prayer, the next secret of prayer is pray with persistence. Pray with persistence. Chief, please, when I'm close to 35 minutes, just inform me. I don't want to pass time. Please. Pray with persistence. Do not give up in the place of prayer. Let's open to Luke 18 verse 1. Luke 18 verse 1. Luke 18 verse 1. Thank you. Thank you. And not faints. Please, if someone has amplified vision, let's help us. I need amplified. Thank you. Please. Give, give her the mic so that we hear that vision. I think I like that vision in this ministry. Also, Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not to turn coward. 
faint, lose heart, and give up. Thank you. It says pray and do not give up. Men ought to always pray and don't give up. There are a lot of us in this place. I bet you. There are a lot of us in this place. If they organize prayer summit, you will not come. It happens so in my church. If they say prayer, especially youth, they will not come. If they even come, self, let me tell you what happens. If they come, when they start praying, five minutes, some people are tired. You saw sometimes it's not even up to five minutes, two minutes, some people are tired. So you see some people sitting down. The next thing you see is that if it is up to ten minutes, the next group of people will be tired. Thirty minutes. Ah, when it gets to forty minutes of prayer, constant prayer, I bet you only few people will be left with you. Why? We don't have the capacity to stay in prayer. Not only stay in prayer continuously, we do not have the capacity to ask God for something. It says, if you read, please, let's read Luke 18, 7 and 8. Luke 18, 7 and 8. Luke 18, 7 and 8. It says, if you continue and stay in prayer, will I not answer you? When I answer you, I will answer you speedily. Praise God. Praise God. Let's answer now. We are a little quiet. It says, when you pray, when you stay in the place of prayer and pray consistently and stay, that it is not, it doesn't just happen. That I'm saying that people don't stay in the place of prayer. I'm not saying that tomorrow you will just wake up and pray for one hour. It's not possible. You have to learn it. It's a culture. By the time you begin to do one hour, those days I used to tell myself, I would just say, today I want to pray 20 minutes. I will time. Uh, just look at the time, 20 minutes. When it is 20 minutes, I will end. Uh, I've tried today. But God was building me up. I bet you, if you are in this place, if you are in the place of Africa, you have to pray. Whether you like it or yes, all of us in Africa, we are connected to occultic means. Why? Because our ancestors, if you check your roots, your ancestors worship idols. People that bait you into this world worship idols. Yes. And some of us, we are making it in life because someone stood in the gap. That person prayed. The only way that you can take yourself out, the only way you can commit with God is prayer. That is one of the only ways you can commute with God. That is the only way you can communicate with God. The Amoks, the Echoes, and the whatever, they have a lot of ways they can do their thing. But you, the only way is to pray. And some of us will stay for 24 hours, not even 5 minutes. Some of us are very tired in the place of prayer. If you are in Africa, I declare again, you have to pray. Some of us are having it well because someone has prayed. And I bet you, some of you, if you check your next lineage, your father is still in... Maybe say all those things, all those demons. If you are such a person, you are on, you have the bread to wear. Don't follow people. When people are moving around the campus and enjoying themselves, don't follow them. Look at your own story and pray. Even if you are not in one of those places, you have the duty to pray for your children. You will say, you will think that you are youth. Small them, especially the ladies here. I usually joke in my class that ladies don't have problem. And it is true. All the fine, fine ladies here, they don't have problem. The only thing they have to do is just... Be beautiful and have a good character. Some of you will get married in very short time. You owe the duty to pray for your children. Stay in the place of prayer. And when you stay, God is saying that when you stay and come to him, if you read that Luke, Luke 18, he's talking about the parable of the unjust just, uh, unjust judge. There was that widow that kept disturbing the judge. Disturb and disturb and disturb and disturb. And it got to a time that the judge became so weary and said, ah, I will help you. The same thing with God. When you go to God consistently, Go to him and go to him and go to him. Go to him in one problem. You don't, you cannot understand that book. You say, God, you say everything I speak into your ears, you say I will do unto you. I come to you and I speak into your ears today. I have to understand Matthew 111. 
you go again and read, you don't understand. You go again and say, Father, I have to understand Matt 111. Every place that you are walking on the road, you say, Father, I have to understand Matt 111. He is telling you in Luke 18, verse 7 and 8, that when I want to answer you, I will answer you speedily, that when you enter the exam hall without understanding, you will pass. Praise God. Praise God. Another reason we have to pray, another secret we have to pray is, we have to pray in accordance with the will of God. I've talked to secrets. You pray with the word. Second one, pray consistently, persistently. And the next one is pray in accordance with the will of God. God has a will and a, prop, a plan for all of us. Some of us, I usually hear that some people, when they want to go and steal, they'll begin to pray. God says, thou shall not steal. So if you pray that kind of prayer, I wonder if it is a God I am also praying to that is answering. There are some times in your life that God does not want you to get a particular thing. His will for you is not for you to get that thing. For example, if you pray, some of us now in this place, if you pray for 2 million or 20 million, God will not give you. Why? Because if you are in the choir and you pray for 20 million, God gives you 20 million now, bam, you will leave choir. You will not come to church again. So that is the will of God. How will you know the will of God concerning your life? By studying the word. Study to show yourself approved. When you study the word, you will know the different things. So that when God is saying that his will is for you to study, you do not go and pray for car. If you pray for car, you are praying amiss. Because you will pray from now until tomorrow, he will not answer you. Praise God. The next thing, the next secret is that we have to pray passionately. Pray passionately. Please, I am rushing because of time. I don't want to overstretch the time. And that is the last I will talk about. Pray passionately. We have to pray, and it is fortunate or fortunate that mostly women have this one. If women, if, a, if you see a woman that wants to pray, if you check the Bible, it is written, all of them that prayed, they pray with passion. You really go to church, even yours truly. You go to church and people are praying, and you see a man or a boy cry in place of prayer. It will not happen. <laughs> Praise God. You will not see them cry. But it is very, very easy for you to see a lady, they are praying and they are praying, suddenly tears begin to fall. It is common. And put, we are made in the likeness of God. If your child comes to you and requests for 50 naira, for example, you are a parent, or if you are not a parent, you have siblings. Your brother, younger brother comes to you and requests for 50 naira. You have two brothers. And that one that is requesting for 50 naira is before he, tears are just coming out. You, you won't even wait. You just cry and cry and cry. I'm begging you. The next thing you will look for 20 naira or 15 naira. You might even look for 100. But if you have another younger brother that comes to you in a bouncing way and say, hey, bros, give me 20 naira there. <laughs> Praise God. That one, you will not even look at him. I'm not saying you go and begin to, especially with men, it will not happen. You will not begin to pray and pray and tears come from you. The way we are wired, it will not happen. <laughs> Praise God. It will not really happen. So when you want to pray, commute your, let there be a communion. Let there be a relationship with you and God. Let there be that passion. A lot of us, when we pray, especially I have seen it in Africa, in this part of the world. When we pray, we keep, especially if you go to, when they say do prayer and fasting, and people are praying in their houses. When they, they are praying in their houses, especially those boys, girls don't, are not, I don't know whether girls are fond of this. 
They keep five alive or something. They give keep beans, some by the side. And when they are praying, they are saying they are sipping the beans. Maybe they are eating the beans and say, "Oh, Father, thank you for today. I, I am very grateful for all everything you have done for me." They take one spoon of beans. Oh Lord, you are marvelous in this place. They take another. Oh Jesus, you are wonderful. Oh Jesus, thank you for giving me this drink. It is common. Who are you joking with? If Obasanjo, if you were to go to let's. Obasanjo is far. VC, our VC. If you go to VC's office, I bet you if you were eating granite before you enter the office, you put it in your pocket. You, there is no, even myself, even the DVC, you cannot, that is very close to him, you cannot go into his office and sit before him and begin to chew granite. Did you come to God that you are talking with, you are communing with, and you begin to sip Gary? You begin to drink whatever, drink water, and say, Father, I bless your name. Okay, thank you, Jesus. Who are you joking with? The next thing I see a lot within us is that when we, people are, someone is praying, someone is praying, and the next thing you do, a phone rings. It is common with us. A phone rings. And if you come to church and your phone rings, I think you need deliverance. Sometimes, even I'm not talking in church now because we can manage ourselves in church. In your house, you're praying, you're praying, maybe doing your division, your phone suddenly rings. And what you see people do is that they will pick the call and say, hello, I am praying, call me back. Praise God. <laughs> if that one, if they don't say, I'm praying, call me back. They will just say, hello, have fun now. Uh, they will discover when they finish, they're off and come back. Sometimes in church, you see your phone will ring and they will go out and pick the call and come back. Some of them, they, some, I see it in my church. I go to read him. They are speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues, fire tongues. Fire, the phone just begins. No, 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 They pick. They begin to, and they come back. Who are you joking with? Unfortunate thing is that we are too familiar with God. God is a merciful God. We become too familiar, but I want to place it in your heart today. Do not be too familiar with God. Do not be too familiar with God. And in your passion too, play, pray violently. Learn to pray violently. In Africa, there is no room for gentleman. The word of God says, ah, that we should pray violently. Don't go to God and begin to speak English. If you speak English, you see, if you, if you go to, if some, if you are, if something has happened to you and you go to someone that will deliver you, for example, you are very poor and to the point of date and they give you one second with the governor, you know he will deliver. You don't, that time you don't even need to speak no English. So when you, I see a lot of people, when they go to pray, the place of prayer, they are trying to polish their English. My brother, nothing is happening to you. Pray violently. Praise God. I want to summarize because I was given time by telling us again that God does not want us to pray religiously. God wants you to pray resourcefully. God wants you to seek him and find him. And how will you seek him and find him? By praying with the word. Study to show yourself approved. Study that you might, each time you want to pray, you do not begin to pray with sentiments. You pray with the word. You stay in the place of prayer. You pray according to his will. And you pray passionately. And after all this, please, you rope your prayer with thanksgiving. Let's be on our feet. Our Father in heaven, we glorify your name. We bow down before you. Please help me. We, we glorify, glorify 